Hello. If you know the name of the podcast you are recording, press one. Oh, I don't, I don't know the name. I'm recording though. Did you ever see the movie Josie and the Pussycats? I did not. I didn't. I feel I'm going to ask you this every time Mr. Movie Phone comes up. I've not. Okay. Starting now, if I have. I know already. Josie and the Pussycats are maybe a band, and I feel like they were also a cartoon. Was the movie live action? They were. They were just a fictional band. Okay. So far as I know, but they had like a couple of songs. And so, so ends our weekly segment. Chris asks John a few questions about the movie <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats. All right. I Tune think in at this next rate, Monday. Uh, for... <laughs> is it time to move on to RoboCop Corner? Well, okay, I mean, we haven't even started the show yet, but okay, well, you know what? Hello, you're listening to go. Being Jim Davis. There we go. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. What? <laughs> My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter. And not only am I Jim Davis... I've gone another week without watching the movie RoboCop. It's I'm, I'm going for the world record, John. The per, the person to go the longest without seeing the movie RoboCop. Can I tell you? I I so I just okay. Full confession. Okay. I also went another week without without seeing the movie RoboCop. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> confessing that honestly and however, uh-huh. however, I did watch a movie last night. Mm-hmm. Was it Josie and, and the Pussycats? I did consider it was not Josie and the Pussycats. Fair I enough. did consider watching RoboCop. Mm. Oh, you're allowed to consider watching RoboCop. We're just not allowed to actually watch RoboCop. Oh, we're not allowed to watch it. I feel like until Ryan Pfeiffer, fi- you know what? Who am I to tell? Are we you? not allowed to, or does the segment just end in that event? I mean, can any of us really know the future? Jonathan? Or does it have no impact on the show whatsoever? It's possible. That would be that would be my vote. Look, I'm 44 years old. It's possible I've seen the movie RoboCop and just forgotten about it. You know, it's hard to remember things when you're when you're that old. Yeah, my wife, who's left me, by the way, she's on a plane to Australia right now. Oh, um, yeah. Will she ever come back? Probably not. Um, she you swears you shouldn't. Uh-huh. You shouldn't joke about that. She's people's she, people's spouses leave them all the time. I, my wife just did leave me. That's what um, I'm saying. So it's insensitive to yourself. Yeah, my wife swears <laughs> yeah. up and down that she has never seen the movie Big Mama's House Part Two. I distinctly remember her watching it on TV when we were in our twenties. Could have been hmm. early thirties. It's probably early 30s, actually. She hmm. definitely watched the movie Big Mama's House Part 2. Is it, what about Big Mama's House Part 1? I couldn't, I couldn't swear to that one way or the other, whether or not she's seen Big Mama's House Part 1. But she used to watch... This is for the young listeners. Television, you used to just turn it on. And in Australia, if you didn't have... like There were like three channels. Cable penetration wasn't that high. So there were like three, four channels... And she would just watch whatever fucking movie they were showing. That's, I mean, that's a way to watch movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying it was the wrong decision. Yeah, it, I, I. She got to see I, Big I mean, Mama's I, House Part Two, so that was a bonus. I mean, you think people should watch things that are not on? I mean, 
Well, okay. I, I'm not going to discuss this. I mean, look, economy. things were different back then. Things I were mean, different back then. It's true. <laughs> it's, I, I refer to it as my the good old days. That's my that's my insight for for this week. Mm, the, things were different in the past. The past is a foreign country. I think that analogy is a little weird. George W. Bush is president there. Why is he president <laughs> of a foreign country? Does he even have foreign citizenship? How did he do that? I mean, for it, foreign is not a kind of citizenship. <laughs> you can't have foreign citizenship. I would love to have a passport that just said foreign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the president of foreign. You open it up, like the logo is just a guy like shrugging, like not here. <laughs> <don't know>. yeah. <laughs> Jonathan. Maybe it's Tim Allen. Maybe it's not. Who yeah. Knows? As, look, Chris, as, as, go on. It's Monday, November 28th, 1983. <laughs> And I today die. we're reading the 1,989th ever Garfield strip. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the, all she wrote. A that's Garfield all, strip. That's all I'm going to say on the subject. Name, the, possibly the only Garfield strip named after a Taylor Swift album. Mm. 1989. I think that was the album. Honestly, I don't remember what. I, I'm too old for Taylor Swift. I, th- I, think, I think you're right. And I feel yeah, like I that was Taylor it. Swift is a pretty old act these days, and I'm too old for that. Um, yeah. Anywho. We're pretty old. Yeah. Um, so, Jonathan, in answer to your question. Yes. In today's strip, Garfield starts off the week with one of his famous catchphrases. Now, Jonathan, without looking at the strip, which I don't mm-hmm. know about you, I haven't, I, I honestly haven't done yet. Oh, I, I, I accidentally looked at it. Okay, I was the, just going to suggest. The moment that you said that. I was going to suggest but if you, we run through some of Garfield's most popular catchphrases that we think this might be. Well, why don't you just do that on your own? Okay. Counting down from five. Number five, <laughs> it's a me, Garfield. Um number four I'm gonna eat I'm gonna eat an Andy's mint while you do that. I just found this box of Andy's mm-hmm. mint on the desk in uh-huh. front of me. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh I'm gonna have two Andy's Coincidentally, mints. Garfield catchphrase number four, I'm gonna eat an Andy's mint. Uh, Garfield catch top three Garfield catchphrase. Yeah, you know I got nothing. Honestly, I got nothing. That's it. You got nothing. No, no, that's Garfield's number three catchphrase. Number two, Garfield's oh, oh, top. Okay. Oh, that's good. Garfield's top two catchphrase. You pulled it out. Lasagna? I don't even know her. That doesn't make sense. And John it doesn't make sense. Jonathan, I always thought that was a weird one. Garfield's number one catchphrase. I'm Garfield. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Those are Garfield's list. top five like catchphrases, according to the David Letterman All program. Right. I have now eaten two Andy's mints. <laughs> Mission. I guess, I guess Th- this episode is over. Thus concludes this segment. Um, okay, so... Oh, All okay. Right. Panel so panel one. one, Garfield is sitting in bed, mm-hmm. covered wagon style. Yep. It looks a little bit dour. Mm. He's got a dour expression. Yeah. But the, he's the, a, the color work, the background colors are quite cheerful. So who's to say? Yeah, yeah. Sort of a, a, a green of some sort and then like a pink of some yeah, sort. Yeah, I'd call that a pastel green and then like almost a violet, like a pinky violet. This, this mm-hmm. is the color scheme of a Batman villain. I strongly agree. Or the Hulk. Mm. The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The green and purple. Mm-hmm. So Garfield is think I hate Mondays. I guess that's the catchphrase. 
So, listeners, if you were just listening to hear what the catchphrase was, you can stop now. It's probably going to be downhill from here. Garfield thinks, I hate Mondays. I can't shake this awful feeling that something dreadful is going to happen to me. I would. I love the notion that in Ryan Pfeiffer's mind, Garfield's famous catchphrase is, I can't shake this awful feeling that something dreadful is going to happen to me. Rolls right off the tongue. Mm, well, it's something we can all identify with, you know? It rolls off the tongue and sticks in your craw. Mm. I love my craw. Okay. I know. Stick I also it to love my craw. craw. That's what I say. Panel two. John enters the frame mm-hmm. from stage left, house right. Nice. John's eyes are closed, and he's holding out his arms mm-hmm. uh, as if to hug John, uh, Garfield. Or pick him Garfield up or something. is super excited. Mm-hmm. He's also extending his arms. Yep. He's really excited to get to get a hug. A joyous reunion between John Arbuckle yeah. and Garfield the cat after years of separation. Years of separation. I, who who remembers yesterday's strip? I imagine it took place over the course of several years. Thinketh and it was Garfield missing John. Thinketh Garfield. I'm saved. It's nice to see a friendly face. That's another mm-hmm. great catchphrase. It's nice to see a friendly face. <laughs> it is. That is nice. Panel three, big finish. The countertop has disappeared. John is now exunting mm-hmm. to the right, stage yep. left. He's got a suave expression on his face, and he's holding Garfield like a football. <laughs> and he says, yeah. you're going to the vet, Garfield. That's a panel three name drop. I Garfield... Ref- mm-hmm. No, no, I'd like to hear from you. I was just going to say, I refer to, I think of it as an American soccer. But go on. The vet? No, the football. Oh. I just, I can't hear the word football anymore without thinking American soccer. It doesn't matter. Look. American soccer? But that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, That's the Garfield. No, Garfield is thinking arg. Yeah. And he puts his hand on his head. And his ears are back. Yeah. Garfield, you got played. You know? Well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Hey, has anybody been watching that Twin Peaks reboot? <laughs> that one's dated. <laughs> That's very dated now. And the answer is, is it... I have not. John, did you watch that Twin Peaks reboot? No, I did not. I haven't watched the original. You ha- Okay. Look, I'm not here to police what you should and shouldn't watch. So I'm not going to be like offended or anything that you haven't watched the original Twin Peaks. But I will say... You might want to check it out sometime. I think you might enjoy it. Yeah, I've been meaning to check it out sometime. I, I tried to watch... I tried to sit down and watch it once, like, four or five years ago. I honestly... I, I yeah. got... Go I, I think I made it through the pilot, and then I was like, okay, I'm done with this. I haven't... Um, I haven't watched it in probably 20 years. <sighs> so, you know, I, I couldn't swear to it. But I remember thinking the first season was honestly quite pretty good. And after that, it kind of dragged and went downhill. Yeah, what are you I, I recognize it's like a cultural touchstone. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know, I mean, you can't, you can't throw a point. fucking biscuit in this world without hitting a cultural touchstone, you know? Are like, we talking about an American biscuit or an English biscuit? Either kind of biscuit, you're going to hit a cultural touchstone. We feel like we can't police what people watch and be like, oh, you should watch it, you know? An American biscuit is, spe- is played with a special type of ball. That's true. Well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Sometimes the podcast ends. (laughs) Thank you for listening. 
We'll catch you next time. Some. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows